You're listening to a rebroadcast of a live walk talk from Instagram. All right, so I'm on my walk today, and there's been a constant barrage I've seen lately um, on some TikTok videos and even on Instagram about Hebrews 10:26. Hebrews 10:26, the scary passage. If we deliberately keep on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there is no sacrifice left for sin. Keep on reading. What do you get? A fearful judgment from God and fire. Man, that's freaking scary. But yet, God says in the book of 1 John, his love for us is perfect. And perfect love casts out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. So what are we to get of this passage? What is this deal with Hebrews 10.26? If we deliberately keep on sinning, do we flub it up? No. I've got good news for you. Hebrews 10.26 is not directed at Christians. I know, I know, I know. Take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. I know you've been threatened with this passage for a very long time, more than likely. But the good news is context will set you free. So if we back up to the beginning of chapter 10 of Hebrews, we get to learn about Christ's once for all blood sacrifice by one offering he has made you perfect that offering was his body and blood he presented his blood at the real temple in heaven when he died if you keep reading down hebrews to hebrews 10:26 there's a shift the author then begins to speak about animal blood sacrifices how the constant animal blood sacrifices that the jews used annually to receive forgiveness it's no longer necessary there's no sacrifice left according to the law of moses so this passage is not a threat for christians it is actually a threat for unbelieving jewish people who wanted to continue to receive forgiveness at the temple once a year by animal blood sacrifices if you keep reading, you will see, read up to verse 31, you will see they were making a mockery of Jesus. They were trampling on the spirit of grace. And you're not doing that. You're not doing that. You don't even have the ability to do that naturally. You've been born again. You have a new practice. So it is impossible for you to make a mockery of Jesus. It is impossible for you to trample on the spirit of grace. God has put an incorruptible love in you. Incorruptible means you can't change it. Ephesians chapter six tells us about this. Now, let's talk about deliberate sin. We will get this thrown in our faces quite often about if these are deliberate sins, they're unforgivable. Come on, every sin is deliberate. Every sin is deliberate. You're not a robot. You have a will. Every single time you sin, it's deliberate. You can't accidentally sin. So 
The good news is when you sin, which all sins are deliberate, you're already forgiven. God has looked down the timeline of your life and decided to not hold any of your sins against you. You're completely forgiven for all of your sins and all of your sins are deliberate. Deal with it, friend. Deal with your complete forgiveness. According to the law of Moses, yes, you could accidentally sin because they had a list of 613 different ways to sin. They couldn't keep track of all of them. They had the moral part of the law, the dietary part of the law. They had the part of the law where you couldn't wear certain types of clothing. They accidentally sinned all the time. So they had the situation where they did not deliberately sin according to the law of Moses. Remember, the book of Hebrews, there's only one sin listed. One. It ain't drinking, smoking, cussing, sleeping around. It ain't homosexuality. What is it? Unbelief. Refusing to believe that Christ was the once for all forgiveness, the once for all sacrifice. That's the only sin listed in Hebrews. Keep in mind, the Jews were the best behaved people on planet Earth. They're the best behaved people on planet Earth. So this deliberately keep on sinning had nothing to do with their actions and attitudes. It had to do with unbelief. They had heard the message of the truth, Jesus. And they said, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stick to tradition. I'm going to stick to animal blood sacrifices. I don't like this once for all sacrifice deal. I like annual atonement. And there's another truth. The Jews had their sins atoned for annually. Atone means to cover or to pay off. Jesus did something better than atone. He has taken them all away permanently. The blood of bulls and goats did an atonement. Jesus does a takeaway. John the Baptist, the Holy Spirit revealed this to him the instant he laid eyes on Jesus in the first chapter of John. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Hmm. Amen. And do you see what John the Baptist did? He used that notion of a lamb because they received forgiveness annually through the lambs, through the bulls, through the goats. So when you deliberately keep on sinning, which is every sin you ever commit, what should you do? Should you sin more so that grace will increase more? Certainly not. You've died to sin. Paul presented this same thing I'm saying to the Romans. And he said, sin will no longer be your master because you're not under law, but under grace. Right after that, he says, so should we continue sinning so that grace will increase? No. Repent, but you don't repent to receive more forgiveness. You don't mature and grow so that God will forgive you again. 
This is the good news of the gospel that you are going to have to deal with eventually. You're going to have to eventually deal with the fact that you are 100% forgiven. You can't improve this. You can't sustain this. You can't maintain this. And everything that you do sinfully, God's grace increases. Super abundant. Is this hyper grace? Heck yeah, it's hyper grace. Hyper means greater than everything. And if a legalistic person wants to say, oh, be careful of that hyper grace, they might want to look to Hebrews 10.26 because it's a fearful expectation for those who trample on the spirit of grace, unfortunately. Another thing I want to touch on real quick, and I'm going to jump off here. Let's be nice to people who are struggling with legalism. This is really hard for me. It's a trigger for me because I have a lot of trauma from it growing up. So it's something that I've really had to mature in. Let's not be sarcastic with people who mix law in with grace. Let's build bridges with the people who point out certain sins as worse than other sins. Let's be kind to them. And if you're struggling with that, I still struggle. Sometimes I'll, I'll reply a sarcastic comment on social media and eventually the Holy Spirit will say, come on, man, that's not for you. You're, you're a saint. Be nice to them. So be nice to the people who are struggling with legalism. Be nice to the people who are telling you if you deliberately keep on sinning, you're wearing out the grace of God. You know you're not. It's them whose faith is weak. Romans chapter 14 tells us to be kind to people who are immature in this manner. I'm speaking to myself right now. Something I've really had to learn and grow. As a matter of fact, when I first wrote my, my first two books, man, I really attacked the legalistic community. I really gave it to them and I backed it all up. But as I matured and I learned and I grew in the grace of God, I actually went back and changed all that stuff in my books because it's not okay. We got to love people. We got to not pick everything apart. If somebody disagrees with you, if they're respectful, just tell your side and just let them have their opinion. So I hope that encourages you guys today. Another walk in the book books with me and uh, be nice to you. Be nice to yourself today. Give yourself a break. Why? Because God does. Why would you be hard on yourself when God's not? It's good to learn and grow and mature, but don't be hard on yourself for a particular sin pattern. The way you're going to overcome that stuff that is deliberate, which is all sin, grace. It is the grace of God which teaches you how to live. So, hope you guys have a great Saturday. And uh, until next time, bye-bye. God bless. Thanks for joining me on this Walk Talk. If you'd like to learn more about my ministry or to check out my books, be sure to go to my website, www.mattmcmillan.com.